Nisfas CEO Andile Nongoko has until tomorrow, which is Monday, to plead his case with uh, the board on why he should not be dismissed. Now, the funding schemes board revealed this week that uh, Nongoko had breached multiple procurement processes in the appointment of service providers for the NSFS direct payment system. Now, he who is now on a leave of absence is accused of irregularly awarding contracts to Izaka and other service providers, which will now be terminated. NSWAS beneficiaries nationwide have brought institutions of high learning to a standstill by protesting against Izaka and its exorbitant charges. For their reaction to this saga, we now joined on the line by Dr. Petua Matutu, the Chief Executive Officer of Universities South Africa. Good morning to you and thank you so much for your time. Let's just start with your reaction to what has been happening at NSWAS us now looking at these recent developments. Good morning, Bongiwe, and good morning to the listeners of uh, SAFM. Uh, the Board of Directors of University South Africa welcomes uh, the uh, results of the report and um, at the same time welcomes uh, the, the response by the Board of NSFAS to terminate the contracts of the four uh, uh, service providers and also to request that uh, the CEO uh, should explain why he should not be dismissed and further investigate um, the NSFAS staff which is associated with wrongdoing in this and review the NSFAS supply chain management policies. And Dr. Matuta, I'm going to ask you to please indulge me and uh, hold for, for, for just a few seconds. We need to go to the news headlines. But when we come back, I'd like us to talk more about how this has impacted you because I've spoken to you before and really, um, you know, just citing the difficulties that even as institutions, the universities, you know, the difficulties that this particular system was also posing and for the students as well. The Weekend View with Bongi Wenswane every Sunday from 6 to 7 a.m. We're still in conversation with Dr. Petua Matutu, the Chief Executive Officer of Universities South Africa. Thank you so much for holding for us. Let's talk about, you know, the impact that this has had, because while we saw the students out in protest demanding that this, you know, direct payment system be changed, but you've also felt the impact as universities across South Africa. Let's talk about that. Uh, the first one has been uh, protests throughout most of the universities at different times when students were explaining the negative uh, impacts of the system. And uh, these are the negative impacts that students uh, experienced. The first one, not having their uh, um, uh, payments made into accounts, some having to wait as much as three three months to get payments and in the process being evicted by landlords and also not having anything to eat. So as a consequence of that, some of the universities have had to take in students in residences where there were spaces because they were kicked out of of, uh, um, uh, accommodation by landlords after some time. Mm. Other universities have had to resort to food parcels as a consequence of this because students were hungry. Uh, after not having funds for such a long time. And then the other thing is that uh, the service providers could not take responsibility for funds which were stolen 
um, into the students' accounts. So a number of students experienced funds disappearing into their accounts. And um, upon reporting this um, to the service providers and to NSFAS, none of them uh, took responsibility for the loss of those funds. And over and above that, some of the students um, uh, experienced exorbitant uh, fees being uh, uh, charged into their uh, bank accounts. And they resorted to just quickly transferring the funds into uh, uh, their real bank accounts, be it Capitec or whatever, uh, after it had been deposited here, after realizing that some were being charged as much as about 400 rent mm. on um, uh, these, uh, uh, by these service providers. And none of this was clearly explained to students that uh, uh, these huge sums of money are going to be um, um charged into their account due to whatever kind of transactions. And within institutions, the unrest, you know, the effects of unrest. You get uh, destruction to property, infrastructure, calling the police. Some of the students get taken in and some are charged. Um, so uh, it, it becomes uh, quite disruptive and none of the effects of this can be measured in rents and cents because some of the students are sitting at home, mm. uh, which could not sit in for so many months without funds. <sighs> so um, it, it, it was a very costly experiment. And I can only imagine how costly it's going to be, as you say, um, you know, to even repair some of the damage that has already been caused. But let's see what happens with NSWAS and hopefully have a broader discussion, even from your vantage point as University of South Africa, as to what needs to be done in order to make sure that this is a system that is working properly for students. Because if universities are now bearing the brunt of what is happening and students are burdened by, you know, something that is meant to help them. It, it certainly isn't good, but let's, we'll continue to monitor what happens here. Let me thank you for your time. Um, that was Dr. Petu Matutu, Chief Executive Officer of University of South Africa. And certainly this is a very worrying development. Students have been complaining over time and, and, and some were saying, no, they just being, you know, overly um sensitive they must wait for this process to unfold but certainly hearing from the universities and how difficult this is it's one story that we need to watch and i do understand that we have one listener who is talking about what has been happening at nesfas good morning Bongu. i don't understand this and it's a first thing why did universities lose control of giving the money directly to the students why was and it's first allowed to be communicating directly with the students and not the universities in the first place, as was the case before. And that is exactly the nub of, of the issue. The universities have been complaining about this, but also remember what has happened as well. There were also claims that some of these universities were sponsoring some buses for students to do this. But at the same time, the students themselves were saying there's no such thing. In fact, they feel that they needed to protest against the system. The minister was also investigating what's going on at NSFAS. This is not the first, the first time we find ourselves here with NSFAS and higher education. So it does look like we need a broader discussion as to this funding model. Is it working? Is it not? And as you say, why was this particular thing done in order to, you know, 
do things differently. And I'm putting it in inverted commas. So we need to look at what is happening. And hopefully in the coming days, we will look in depthly at what is going on at NSFAS.